It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app and Elliot Shore Parks. Best performance of the season, man. Mm. Best all around when you take into account the opponent, the situation, what we saw on both sides of the ball. And I will I will start by asking you one quick question. Passing game? I'm in. You good? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you're, back. You're, you're happy with the win yesterday. I mean, here's it was exactly it. what you wanted to yeah. say. So I think like the common rebuttal, you know, like the low man rebuttal from a low fan man. would be, oh, Elliot, I told you the passing game was okay. No, no, no. Here's what actually happened. They're just better when they pass the ball at a high level. <laughs> like <clears throat> everyone that was saying like, wow. <clears throat> I can't believe I'm doing this already this early. Look at oh. you. What a start to the pod. Really making my victory lap. Uh, yeah, not you were great. so excited I know. for you. Just I had it already. It yeah. Yeah. But no, in, in all seriousness, like this is why I thought they needed a style points game. This is why I thought they needed a game where everyone leaves it and goes, okay, yeah, this team is legit, legit again. Like the Packers game, again, we don't have to relitigate it. But they gave up 33 points. You know, they didn't, they, they obviously ran the ball great, but they didn't throw it that well. Like, this is what a Super Bowl team looks like. The team that played on Sunday, that's how you win the Super Bowl. The defense was awesome. The special teams was good. But most importantly, their special players were were special. Like, this team's special players are not the running backs. This team's special players, yes, the offensive line clearly is special. But, like, it's A.J. Brown that got the $100 million deal. It's Jalen Hurts that's going to get, like, the $300 million deal. It's Devontae that's been the best at his position at pretty much every age group of his entire life. Like, you want to see these guys make special plays and carry the team because that's how they'll get carried to the Super Bowl. Could they win two playoff games by running the ball? Of course. Anything's possible. It's two individual games. It could play out in a number of different ways. But what you saw on Sunday was a team, and I, 
I think I'll probably speak for a lot of people here, that's easy to believe in again. Like the last month of games have not been this. Whether if you even take away the running, throwing, whatever, that whole debate, which was certainly a fun week. But like, <laughs> I guess kind of fun. But if you take all that away, this is the best they have looked, I think, in any game under Sirianni. I think it's the best win of Sirianni's like career as an Eagles head coach. That's what you want to see. Like, that is what you want to see. That is the team right there that had me, basically, I got home yesterday uh, after the game, and, you know, I'm talking to Kristen about it, and I was like, so you want to come to Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> like, we should start planning that now. Because, like, they're going to the Super Bowl. Like, they are. Like, short of a complete disaster of something happening, and knock on wood. But, like, they're the best team in the NFC. They just flat out are the best team in the NFC, I think, by a— Fairly wide margin. I mean, the Cowboys, again, are, are there. But, like, the Niners are done, Yeah, probably. And we'll get yeah. into that more. But, yeah, I mean, that that's, like, my takeaway from yesterday, which is, like, this is what I personally wanted to see. And I think a lot of fans will wake up this morning feeling the same way, which is, like, they're back. They were never completely gone, but, like, they're back. Yeah, it was a, a absolutely dominant effort. Like I said at the beginning of the pod, I think their best effort of the season, all things considered. I mean, it was... Look, the one thing to talk about all year is an issue. Even the special teams was phenomenal yesterday. Yeah. The coverage units, the return Imagine not liking Britton Covey. Not us. It could never, never. be. Never. We've only been a pro Britton yes. Covey podcast. And I love that we're like, Britton Covey. And he had like <laughs> 28 he had like yards. A couple like 30-yard returns or 25-yard like, returns. let's be real. Oh, like, he makes one guy miss when he's coming right at him, and then it's like a straight line. It's like, here like, we oh go. Oh, my God. He's doing the, the vic- victory lap press the conference. How starved we are for return. <clears throat> But it, but it really was on on every level of that football game. The Eagles just came out and dominated. And look, I do think it is prettier when they're throwing it. And I think it's just, honestly, I love seeing them throw it just because every time it happens, it is just such a, a slap-you-in-your-face yeah. reminder of what a massive leap Jalen Hurts has taken. Yeah. It is. That's why they're going to pay Jalen. It is it's, mind-blowing. What, yeah. like Dude, like, yeah, how do you go from, like, it is the Josh Allen thing. I know we keep talking about it, but it's, it's so It's probably crazy. better. It's probably better. It's probably better. No, it <laughs> the is. Jalen Hurts. It's, it's now the Jalen Hurts. now. And, like, I mean, the accuracy of thing alone to go, yeah. like, the both the A.J. Brown, touch, the first touchdown they got taken off, and then they get the next one, you know, which was wide open. But then then the second touchdown, the count, like, those two throws, the first one that didn't count, and then the second touchdown that in the breadbasket. I mean, like, how do you throw a ball better? Yeah. Like, how do you loft the ball and put it in a in a tiny little window? It's like Foles and Clement in the Super Bowl. It's like that. Like, just put it right in a little bread basket. And it's yeah. right there. It has been so phenomenal to watch. And I think it's more, look, and, and it was fun to see him throw it and all that. But my whole point was, and that's why I love this team and why I think this team is so good and have all year, is they can do it in any way. And you hear announcers talk about it. They've been talking about it for the last few weeks. It's kind of something that, that they harp on. I think it is so important is that, you know, the best teams in the NFL, the best of the best, and the teams that win each year are teams that can beat you in a bunch of ways, can can take a game that comes some certain way and say, all right, all right, you're you're kicking our butt in the run game. Cool, no problem. I'm just gonna pass all over you. Oh, we can't can't really throw on you guys today, huh? Oh, we're just gonna run all yeah. over you. Like, take the game as and this Eagles team can beat you in every single way well, possible. And we saw that yesterday in a, in a big way. They took the point coming in where you're like, hey, this is a game to go throw it all over this team. And they were like, yeah, this is a game to go throw it all over this team. Boom. And I think that what you just said is the biggest part. Like, we knew they could run the ball. We knew that, right? And I was okay with them running the ball all over the Packers. 
I had questions of whether or not the passing game could get back to what it was. Without but, Goddard especially. Though. Right. But, like, the real thing of what you just said, and I think is, like, like this is going to be one of those pods where we just hype them up the whole time because they deserve it. And not? I'm looking forward I mean, to it. Yeah. Point, they had 12 penalties, and they won by 25 points they, yesterday. Dude, they had nine penalties, I think, in the first half, and they were up. I'm like, how many teams could? But Pure but, dominance. But anyway, I think the important part of what you just said is, like, they're willing to do it. You know, like, not a lot of coaching staffs go into a game and go, like, you would think that they do, but coaching staffs go into games and go, this is my offense. We saw and Chip Kelly, right? Chip Kelly. We did, all remember that, did right? did it towards the end, For right? For sure. Like, he totally did. Right. And, so, and and the one coach, and, and I know he's, you know, maybe not having as good a season as he has in the past, and, you know, maybe Matt Patricia should be an offensive coordinator. Yeah. But this is the hallmark. It's what we've always talked about. Like, the reason, like, if you had to, there are a million things that make Bill Belichick the greatest coach we've seen. But if you had to boil it down to one thing, it's that, it's that this guy will change his team every single week yeah. in every way possible to to face, and he makes a team that's malleable and could do that to face the opponent they're facing, and that's that's his thing. And that's what this coaching staff yep. does, right? And, and like, it's so impressive. It's the number one thing I want. Yeah. It's not that, and, and play to your player, coach to your players, which he does. You and know? it's funny because I think of Bill Belichick as having a big ego, so this doesn't completely go like, you know, apples to apples, but like, I think Nick Sirianni's biggest strength might be he's got the perfect personality for yeah. a head coach. Well, it's again, perfecting up the play calling. We go yeah, back to that. Yeah, that's what I that. mean. Right, 100%. Like, you know, if we went back and listened, and I think it was probably right at the time, it's like, well, this isn't great, you know. But but I was it's I turned was, out it was to like, be phenomenal. Really, and, yeah. and it was such a symbol of this, of this, of him. And we see it over and over again. And you see it in the way he, yo, it's always his fault. It's not his players' fault. But right. then when he's when he's given out credit, he's giving credit to the coaches. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, all these little things, all these ways of, and I think it comes back to the thing we always the the one of the things we always liked about Nick, even when it was going bad or whatever was the teacher aspect of him, right? His How he grew up, a coach's kid, coach's yeah. family, teachers of family. And I think it does come back to that for him. It always comes back to that, like, my whole goal is to make, you know, in this case, my players, my students, my players, whatever, better and help them grow and help them make become better people. Yeah. And when you're coming at it from that, that, like, base, right? Instead of coming at it from, like, I want to go out and be the best, or I want to go out and dominate, yeah. and I want to go out and show everyone that I'm the smartest guy in the NFL. Like when you're coming at it from a base of I want to go out there and I want to make everyone I'm playing with better. I want to make I want to make that guy better. I want to make that guy. I want to make them all love each other and be a team and be the mm -hmm. best version of themselves they can be. Like it's hokey for sure, but, but it's true. But it works, yeah. man. I think it really works, especially when you get the right group of guys around him, a young group that's going to believe in stuff like. It's special what he's created so far. And, and I think, like, the longer we cover Nick, and look, it could be a really long time. Dude. You know? Like, Was he 29 I mean, now or something? We said that with Doug, but, like, yeah, it could, it could be a long time. But I think the new thing with— Yeah, with, good point. Things with, change yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think the new thing with Nick is going to be, like, the kid podium game. You know, like that's how you know Nick's like Nick's feeling it. Like, you know he knows it was a good game when the kid comes out to the podium. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, you know, I'll piggyback off what you said, and, like, we talked about it on the last pod, but, like— he just does so many things where you're like, God, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like his kid's at the podium yesterday, and he comes up and he goes, yeah, I brought him to the podium because he had a good game in basketball yesterday. Like how cool is that? Awesome. You know, like yeah. to, to think to think of that, to like have that moment with his kid. Like he's just what you want in a head coach. And to get back to the teaching thing, I thought yesterday was another really good example of this coaching staff is so good at fixing problems. They're so good at fixing problems. Like I'll, I'll list them all off. Like last year. The team comes out. They look incredibly sloppy. They fix historic, the right? Yeah. Historic they, in penalties. Historic in penalties. The they first fix like that seven problem. games, like most ever or whatever yep. it was. They fix that problem. 
Last year, the, the passing offense wasn't working. They moved to running ball, right? Uh, running the ball in the off season. They fixed the passing game, and Jalen certainly has a lot to do with that, and he he gets credit. But they come out and they're able to pass the ball early in the season. Couldn't score in the second half. Now it feels like they scored two, three touchdowns every half, right? Like, and then you look at special teams yesterday, and I think with special teams, the correct answer is probably well, it's just one week. Let's see. But totally, when I just yeah. list off all the things they've fixed, I think they kind of also deserve the benefit of the doubt of, like, when there's a problem with this team, like a, an, an issue where everybody's talking about it, how many times have they not fixed it? It's a great point. I can't think of one problem that's consistently been a problem throughout this team's yeah, coaching. Yeah, oh, like, like you, there's, there like, individual, like, Derek Barnett with the penalties and stuff like that. And even then, it seemed like it got a little better. But, like, yeah. you can point to, like, a little thing with a little player, but these big macro things, yeah. these big things team that, like, things. Nah. We're talking about all week on the yeah. station, right? Like, there's there's not it's been those amazing things. at it. Yeah. And, like, and I you, think the penalties last year is such a good example because that was the first issue, like, yeah. big issue he had as a coach. Had no real idea what he's doing as a head coach. <laughs> and they fixed it really, like, a, effectively and quickly in season. Yeah. I, I, and it's hard I think to that fix was a really good in season. I think that was a really good sign of their ability to do this. Well, think about this. Week three last year at Dallas, he runs the ball three times, and everyone's like, oh, here we Isn't go. two? Yeah, well, I think it was two in the first. I okay, whatever. Either way, yeah, yeah, I think it was two in the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. either way. They set the franchise record they get, for they rushing were yards. <laughs> run the ball like at yeah. home in Eagles games. The crowd was chanting, "Run the ball!" And then they ended the season as the best running team right. in like the history of the Eagles. I feel right? like this <laughs> team, and I think it's uh, going back to what you said about Nick Sirianni and like the environment he's built. This team like thrives off of criticism, and and I not criticism, but like when people say they like that this is a problem. They are really, really good at being like, okay, no, it's not. You know, like special teams all week, it's like they suck. They're worse. They're going to lose you a game. Even we had come around to like, uh, maybe you fire Michael Clay. And like <laughs> we were pretty, you know, I think one of the last to do that. The special teams comes out and they're they're crushing people yesterday. Christian Ellis, it's like Christian Who they Ellis. elevated, by the way. I mean, well, that was like interesting, you know? What's funny is think of all the players. I'm sure it happens with every team, but the Eagles have to have set a record for guys that get called up in December where you're like, why aren't they on the team all year? Yeah. Like Greg Ward, oh Boston God. Scott, yeah. right? Like, Remember Paul and now Turner back Christian in the day Ellis and... comes out and drills the dude yeah. on the first play, and it's like, well, maybe this guy should have been playing all year. Yeah. You know, like what's Kyron Johnson doing, right? Um, and then Nicobe has big hits, and we'll get into Nicobe more too uh, on the Damn Players' right, Lounge tonight, by the way. So that'll be fun. Damn right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like they came out fired up. Like th- this team, the coaching staff, knows how to tap into whatever it is the players need to hear to get them motivated. Because special teams, not trying to diminish the coaching aspect of it, and look, I would said I thought maybe they need a fresh set of eyes. I feel like special teams is mostly just a want to. It's an effort thing. It's like accepting that you're on special teams, but you have to be great at it. And I think they came out yesterday wanting to be great at special teams. And so they just were. Yeah, and, and great, strong. I know they, they didn't really like return. No, no, punt, but they but were like, go- they were good. Yeah, and certainly they compar- were very good. They were comparatively great to yeah, what compar- we've seen yes, this yeah, year. That was a great, the greatest we've seen for sure. And I think it's a great point. We've seen this staff over and over and over again. You know, correct these issues and find ways on the fly to adjust and to adapt. And you're right. I think that's a sign of a great coaching staff. You know, and that's aside from the culture and all the other stuff yeah. that they've built here and the in-game calling and again the creativity and all the stuff that we're seeing. And the ability to adjust week to week too. I mean, this is this is the high point of the series. Well, and also, era. oh, without a doubt. And yeah. then also, like just the game plan. I mean, yesterday, like you said it, we all knew come in, throw the ball on these guys. 
Tennessee knows you're going to want to come in and throw the ball. What do they do? They come in and they are able to just no problem throw yeah. off him defensively. Come in, oh, we got to stop Derrick Henry. Boom, no problem stopping yeah. Derrick. Like it was just they came in and they were like, all right, this is the game plan, and and they execute. Um, I, I think it's a great point, and it's I think Sirianni and this coaching staff, to your point, deserve a ton. Of, I mean, they're eleven and one. He's twenty and nine as the Eagles head it's, coach. I mean, I think about that. he started what like two and two and three and six. He started. Yeah. And now he's twenty and nine. It's an eye-opening stat. Yeah, I mean, so that's twenty what, and nine. Seventeen. That's he's seventeen and three in his last twenty games as Eagles head coach. Yeah, Think about that. I mean, look, that's that's insane, dude. As, Outside as, of a playoff game, not good. As uh, our friend BLG pointed out, doesn't even include joint practice wins. That's true. You a really good those, point by BLG. You know, that's like eight more wins. Yeah, or seven like eight more, more wins. wins. Yeah. Well, one more loss too. Yeah. but you know no, that, 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 that loss might get revenge come Super Bowl time. I tell you, look at this. But no, I mean twenty and nine is like. It, I mean, it's it says it all. Like the dude's a great head coach. He's a he's great, a great head, head coach, yeah. and I think I'll emphasize there too. Like, he's a great head coach. Like, I think his play calling, his scheming, like it's all good and fine. Like, you know, I'm kind oh, of repeating myself a little. It's the other stuff that makes him elite. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the bringing these guys together. It's the pumping these guys up. It's the being able to correct things on the fly. It's the creating the whole culture he's created. It's the getting the most out of out of his yep. players and coaches. It's it though. All of it, man. All of it. He is, a, and it, you know, going up against a coach, and that's the thing that I think was so impressive yesterday. Look, the Titans are not the most talented team in the NFL or anything like that, but they are a team that, because of their head coach and the culture that guy's created there, is a team that almost always comes out and puts up a fight and yeah. plays hard and beats teams they're not supposed well, to I and wins were... tough games. Yeah. And and yesterday, that tough team, tough-minded team that takes up from their tough-minded head coach. Got their freaking asses whooped. Yeah. Like, from start to finish. like Demolished. That's impressive, Well, man. and I think the Eagles, just from being down there last week, I don't really think, I don't know if they said anything at the podium much about it, but, like, they, I think, and Nick especially, is, like, very sensitive to the idea that they're not a tough team. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know where it comes from. I think it's... it's I mean, it's silly. They're, they're best well, ranked Honestly, the only thing I can year. think of is because the, the defense is perceived as soft. Uh, yeah, and I they're guess not, so. but, like, that's the only thing I can think of. But I think they were very, like, sensitive to the fact of, like, okay, so the Titans are the more te- more physical team? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, like, we'll we'll see, right? And they came out and they played like that. I mean, I think, I really do think special teams help set the tone with that, too. Like, in terms of just coming out and, and smacking people around. So, yeah, I mean... I'll just say one more time. Like, I just love when this team passes the ball well. It's like, I said it's we not know, a fetish. Buddy. Like, who knows? But like, <laughs> it's a bit of a fetish. You know, I like, like it. But it's just, when I'm watching the team play well and they're passing it, it's like, okay, like, this is the team I can believe in. Yeah. And look, again, with no Goddard yesterday, you see yeah. Devontae and AJ. I mean, that's... Both over 100 yards. Both over 100 yards. Both just... Bro- and look, when they did run the ball, and Jalen, like, z- like, 12 yards rushing, no runs. But when Miles had... Like, they didn't run the ball a lot. Yeah. But I thought tough yards for Miles, too. And I think a lot of credit there. I think... Oh, and by the way, speaking of the passing, I mean, we'll get into the specifics of everything, but... But, you know, we talked all week, too, about the pass blocking. Oh, what an issue. They were awesome. They were awesome. Like, outside yeah. of penalties for the offensive line, obviously, was an issue. But um, yeah. But pass blocking was was just brilliant. All right, I want to get into specific stuff. Let's go through specific guys quickly, though. We are uh, 17 and a half minutes in the pod, uh, so this is 100% my fault. But <laughs> um, I should have led with, um, and we should have called a blowout. Going, There was no way they weren't blowing the Titans out on Zoe's fourth birthday. Yeah. Like, how— Especially, by the way, did you put together a little synchronicity just for a little go birds of it all? The fact that, so for those who don't know this, so the first, so this was Zoe's fourth birthday yesterday. Shout out to Zoe. The Eagles are undefeated on her birthday, which is great. She was born during an Eagles game. The third, the, so 2018, the Monday night game against Washington, 
where they beat Washington. It was like the last time I remember Carson looking like a real like Carson. Yeah, I was trying to remember what was game that 2018 that season. Was the only game that year I even remember where he was like running around yeah. and doing some stuff, and making some fun throws and stuff like that. But anyway, they won. She was in labor. They end up you know winning that night. Then the next day, so Carson died the night Zoe was born. Exactly, yeah. Carson died so Zoe could be born. Yeah. Um, but then you know, first time ever on the fourth during her life, just a stomping. But the synchronicity of it that I didn't think about. So when did Emily first meet you? Do you remember? Against Tennessee. In Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. Four years ago, pregnant. Yes, that's right. With Zoe. So the yes. first time technically, I guess, you kind of met Zoe. Four years ago in Tennessee. I didn't think about that. You're right? right? The last you time really they wonder... played the Titans and then they the horrible loss, the fourth thing, a 15 game, yeah. the, the Corey Davis overtime, overtime yeah. touchdown. <clears throat> and here we are four years later and, and on Zoe's birthday, yeah. uh, that's pretty, like a little it, synchronicity there. You know I would point that out. I was like, you know, that's great. I, love I just it. realized too, the line closed at four. Oh, look at this. <laughs> and they day. won by more than four. I don't know. They did. A little bit. Just they won a by bit. a little bit more yes, than four. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was a really um, awesome day. I, have a, a one, I don't know if we're moving on from Jalen, but I do have one more I, I was Jaylen actually point. going to say, all right, anything else on Jalen before yeah, yeah. we do this? Because we haven't, re- honestly, I mean, we've talked about. How yeah, we'll give him to AJ more. We have not, well, we just haven't given Jalen enough credit here in the sense that, like, this guy who last week can come out and run for 157 and throw for 150, whatever yeah. it was, and and put up this kind of game, then can come out this week. And again, I know against a, a easier pass defense, but the dude put up, what, 380 or something through so the air? So he's got 29 was, to 39, 380 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a pass rating of 130. Was, was just pure arm. The yeah. best game Jalen Hurts has ever had in an Eagles uniform. Just throwing the football purely. Yeah, I mean the Pittsburgh game this year was really comes good. Up, yeah. yeah, there are a couple you could think of like that Chiefs game last year mm. was a pretty good throwing game. I yeah, think but that was that was behind. You know, yeah, like this game he w- and again going back to those two AJ throws, the one that that his foot was out of bounds and then the touchdown. I mean, like, I mean, and these are like forty yard throws, whatever. Like you literally cannot. You can't throw a ball better. You yeah. cannot put it more perfectly in a spot well, where it needs to be. Your thoughts on Jalen? Yeah, I've I have a I was thinking about this as I walked out of the stadium yesterday. Um, like when Jalen eventually gets his contract, I don't know if I'll have ever seen a player, and I'm sure there is one, but that earned their contract more than Jalen. Great point. Like, let's be honest with ourselves. Carson was handed his contract. Mm-hmm. From the second Carson was drafted number two overall, he was yeah. he was that deal was his. He had yep. to just not lose it. Jalen started and, from, and he, 2017. He, he earned it, and then he gets hurt, and, and, and then he like, breaks his back. Could have maybe too. argued he probably you did. I you did. were right. Yeah, yeah I mean it like, worked out. But you think about like where the trajectory exactly. was. Like Carson started with that contract in his pocket. Yeah. He just had to cash. No it. doubt. Jalen has earned it by every sense of the word. No he doubt. was a second round pick that was drafted to be a backup. They tried to trade for other quarterbacks. He got a first year of starting, and let's be honest. Like I think it was a net positive, but like there was clearly signs. This guy yep. has, like, flat out earned the deal. Yep. When they pay Jalen, it'll be for his future as well. But it'll be not like we think this guy can turn into this. It'll be we are paying him because of what he is. They paid Carson because they're like, oh, we hope he can get back to totally. that. And they were like, we'll get him at a discount. Well, not right? just on the field, too. They're paying Jalen like this. I mean, what he's done in this building. I mean, yeah, again, it's insane. Like, it's, it, you're paying for the, the whole package. And, and, and I mean, they're... I'm so happy to pay it. We talk so yeah. much about the the sticker shock and the Wentz thing. And you, know, you kind of even made a good point where it's like, you know, you're almost like, I get out of anything if I'm how it's yeah. like, whatever. But like it does because that happened, no matter what the, just the, the thought, when I first think of like, you know, $200 million, three whatever for a quarterback, I'm like, Ugh. because yeah. of the Carson thing, 
I don't uh, with Jalen. I'm like, give it to him, man. Whatever. I mean, so, like, there, I have no, I have zero reservations. Zero. I'll no, bet on that guy a hundred times out of hundred. There's no time for hyperbole like the Monday morning pod. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude is the perfect quarterback. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not around Patrick Mahomes. He's probably the perfect quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just Jalen's ability, I say it every week, to pull off every outfit he puts on flawlessly. <laughs> the, the dude shows up yesterday in a track hat, in a track suit, in a beanie, and I'm like, damn, I wish I could look that cool. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he has it. Like, yeah. and I was talking to Ike about this before the game, too. Like, we, and I think we've actually brought this up on the pod, so maybe I don't have to credit Ike for this. But the dude went to Alabama and Oklahoma and was the best player in Texas. Like, maybe we all along, and you brought this up, too, but, like, all along— we should have just been like, yeah, he's probably going to mm-hmm. succeed. You know, yeah. like he just, he's probably going to succeed. And he is. And I think he's back in the MVP lead too. Oh, I think he definitely is. And he wasn't for a few weeks. I, I think see, he is I, now. I get it. For me, he was. And we talked about this on the pod. Like I was saying, and I, I, it was him or Mahomes clearly is what I said on last pod. And I, I would I would have given it to her. Well, I, would have, MVP. I probably always would have too. But I think our opinions aside, I think nationally, I think nationally I think he was out. Him, and now, or he was, well, no, he was, he was second. Two. I should yeah, out, I out of the number one. But yeah. Yeah, and again, like to that point, Mahomes lose yesterday. I mean, two a lost, two a lost. The Vikings win, but really, if yeah, you were watching Kirk that Cousins game, like they, they should have lost. Like yeah. they, the Jets had the ball, the goal, two, two separate times to score a touchdown to win two times. I was very torn when that was happening because on you one two hand, hate the Jets. I know, I know, eight. Yes, but ultimately, I think I mean the Eagles are going to get the one seed, but. Yeah. I was like, I was kind of happy that Mike White didn't do it. Nothing against Mike White. It's mostly it's mostly an anti-Jets agenda. It is such agenda. a strange, yeah. strange. Cross Look, I have to have to my bear. team now that the Lions yeah. might make the playoffs. I have How to. How about those Lions? <laughs> hey, by the way, do you said Dan Campbell when I have seven more wins in his coaching career? You're right, I feel, I'm gonna be wrong about. I that. I feel like we bet something on that, but I, I appreciate it. probably someone some, can something listen. that we never. Yeah, you can probably lie at this point. I mean, at this yeah. point, you can almost pick what the bet was. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> um, yeah, Jalen, let's get into AJ because, uh, and I, I think. You know, something else, going back to Sirianni and Jalen, but just the, the culture they've created and stuff, usually these type of things, you know, it's like the revenge game and all that stuff. It's like it can almost become more than the team, or it can become something yeah. where you, like, force things to make it work or whatever. This team just has a way of, of you know, going into this game, like, we all knew it was going to be an AJ game. It's like it has to be right and stuff, but they still do it, and they still make it work, and they execute it, and it feels right, and it feels yeah. natural. It doesn't feel forced. It's just like, you know, and they get AJ his, which well, matters, like... But, but man, like, just to go out and do it again. And everyone knew they were going to go after AJ. They, everyone knew, and they still find ways to make and it happen. That's what's interesting, too, because we just talked about how they'll just do whatever the easiest, the path of yeah. least resistance is. But they're good enough when they want to be that they, like, AJ to jail and when it's on can beat any secondary. Well, yeah, look, you the, know, like, so those, some of those stories are great coverage. Yeah. I mean, what are you supposed e- to do? Exactly. But, yeah. and what's interesting with AJ, and, you know, speaking of, like, you know, Jalen at the podium, AJ was honest, and I think AJ's always been honest. Like I, you talked about how sometimes these revenge games can feel somewhat forced from a narrative perspective. Like you know, clearly Sirianni not forced about his Indianapolis Colts. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's no. like the revenge tour this year. Yes. But you know, Jalen going back to Houston. I don't know. Like, like this AJ legit, le- legit bad blood. Yeah. And you know, I guess I see why. Um, he kind of basically said it more or less words yesterday, but like. I think he felt like he wanted to stay, and they traded him. Yep. And I think at the basic human level, you're going to be mad at a team for that, mm-hmm. right? Like, Or if nothing else, you're going to want to show them that they were wrong. Yeah. Like, and it's human. Anyone think, would. Yeah, I think, and I think he did that, right? Like, dude, I was thinking about this during the game yesterday. If you're a Titans defensive player, you must just be like, are you? Hold on. Earmuffs, one, two, three. 
Are you, like, fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, we're one of the best defenses in the NFL. We are Super Bowl caliber in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I know the secondary is maybe not as good as it used to be. But they've been the team. They've been, like, every part of that team works besides the passing game. And you trade A.J. Yeah. Brown? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. and I guess on, like, a, a very, like, maybe 5% of me can see, well, you get a first-round pick. And, first of all, that pick's going to be number 32. But, like... You get a first round pick and you and you don't have to pay him. So like, all right, whatever. But they're not the like like the Texans. Like this team should be trying to win it all. And it just had to be so infuriating to be a Titans player and knowing like that guy was on our team. Like we can't throw the ball and we literally had this guy in the building and you got rid of him. And I think it's a credit too to Howie and Jeffrey that like I think the Titans probably said to themselves, well, we'll get Traylon Burks. And so, like, all right, right. Which is the pick, by the way. There's no more picks right. going. Yeah, that's yeah. the pick. So we'll oh, yeah, be there good too. point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, regardless, so they get the first-round pick for him. But, like, so it won't be 32. That's what I was saying. That's yeah. why I mentioned it. It's a good yeah. line, though. I didn't want someone to tag, you know. No, yeah, it's Tweet right. at you and be yeah. like, Elliot. Well, the other yeah. thing that's happening, which is annoying, is there's only 31 picks. Yeah, I know. So I thought I, about it always that, is like too, but I didn't want to go. Actually, it's like, we get it, but you know what I'm saying. Like, we get it. There's 31 picks. But, um... Like, the Titans said, well, we'll get rid of AJ, but we'll bring in Burks. The Eagles said, we already have Devontae, and we'll still, we'll still get AJ. AJ. And, like, that's the difference between the Titans being, like, the Hawks of the NFL, where it's like, oh, yeah, they're the seventh seed again, right? And, like, the Eagles being a, a team that I think since Lurie took over has, like, maybe the third most double-digit win seasons. Like, that's the difference. It's not being the team that trades away a great player over a contract. And, I mean, AJ's awesome. Like, I guess we could do the whole AJ, like, you know. Just repeatedly say how good he is. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, he's outstanding. I don't know what to say. Like the fumbles were an issue. He was he he cleaned that up today. The catches were great. I mean, again, great throws, great um, great catches. It wasn't like I don't. It was easy. Yeah, it was easy. But it even though be, it should, it, even though it, like some of the again, the, like the basket catch, like he. The, the, I mean, he think can't of, play coverage better, but it was easy. It was just like, yeah, they got it. I mean, James, think about this. AJ Brown's best catch probably didn't even count yesterday. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, and it maybe the best throw to him. Mean, yeah, that was that. Also, that, that it was like the uh, uh, like the alternate universe Schwarber from the World Series. It was like literally the back to back plays. Where oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the the bad version of it yeah. being the Schwarber thing with the homer into replay. <laughs> no, get up. Oh, it's gone. Right. It's not. It was like that. Except it was actually. Except it felt like I think we all thought because he was so wide open. It was well, like, oh, it's definitely going to be yeah. on us. Like, well, especially because eight million penalties at that point yeah. in the game on us. And that was like, probably like a bang bang thing where like. But for all the penalties they got, and I do think the refs got over the top. Way with it. too much, dude. I, just but as talk a about general, a good like call that benefited the Eagles. Well, and they, I'm not saying he was wrong. Twenty five. Like, they, they won by twenty five points and had twelve for like a hundred yeah. whatever yard. I mean, it was I just was, too much. I mean, it, I doubt. I doubt in the history of football there are that many teams that have won games by twenty five or more points with as many penalties for as many yards as. The I'll bet have. there's not many teams in the history of the NFL that had twelve penalties though. One. Yeah, Forget period, the score. Yeah, exactly. Just one, exactly. Right? I'm sure it's happened more than the other, but like that's the point. It's it's that that is really impressive. Well, me. and that's the other part of it that they put up that many points with all those penalties. Well, and the point yeah. is, what I'm saying is like, stop with all the flags. All right, like I I, agree, we know yeah. you could get throw flags on every freaking play. Like I agree. some, you just got like no one is tuning into football to watch flags. Like, 100%. It's just what it is. Um, all right, so AJ Brown, amazing. Um, shout out to to AJ. Obviously, Hertz was amazing. Um, at the pass blocking, we, we didn't really get into that much, but yeah. as something again that we talked about this week as a, 
And hey, guys, you know, something to think about as we're talking, looking for concerns here. Fast blocking hasn't been great. They're such a great no, run blocking. Especially on the left side. And they were fin- against a, a really good Titans pass rush, a good Titans front. Again, that's the thing is like, yes, they had been bad against the pass, but it was also because that's the way Titan, the Titans play defense. On the whole, the Titans have been a very, very good defensive yeah, team. Yeah, they they're, third, they're third in the league in and points. And the Eagles just said... Like it was like Swiss cheese. Yesterday. Yep, a hundred percent. And you know, Landon Dickerson. Like, I know you're a Dicker- Dickerson guy, and you were correct about him. The dude does leave games a lot. He, yeah, it's pretty le- wild. And it's you know, this is why you don't trade Andre Dillard. By the way, not that he's like yeah. you know some amazing no, right. left guard, but at least you have him to go in. Well, because now he can play both sides there, which is huge. Yeah. Tackling guard. I'd say you have that type of swing backup is is valuable. Yeah, and for what it's worth, not that Dillard had a lot of sway, but like another good example of the coaching staff getting through to people and being like, "Look, your best role on this team is to learn yeah. multiple positions." Sure. Um, but you know, we talked about physically dominating. That started, I thought, on the offensive line too, right? Like the offensive line. Gave Jalen an incredibly clean pocket. Like, for as much as we want to rip the, te- the Tennessee secondary, and you're right that overall they're still a very good defense. So it's not like there's some, you know, not not every team's putting up 35 points. So, like, clearly their secondary is not that big of an issue. But if you give any quarterback that much time in the pocket, like, you're going to put up a lot of points. And especially when that quarterback is Jalen and you're throwing to A.J. Brown. But, yeah, they, they physically dominated the line of scrimmage on the offensive side of the ball. And it was it was awesome to see. Two last things for me offensively, then we'll get to the defense. Uh, Minor one, I thought Jack stole his best game as a receiver. Had a couple nice plays there. And then, you know, uh, kind of with the injury thing where it's like, yeah, he's great, he's great, we don't talk. Like, man, Devontae Smith is great. I'm happy Like, Devontae Smith is great. And, you know, it was one of those days, and I love him, where, you know, know it's a good day for Devontae when you see 8,000 route runner tweets. Yeah. But they're right. Like, they're right. I get it. Like, he is, his ability to just find space and get open is is really, really impressive, and mm-hmm. he's great with the ball in his hands and all that. Like um, we, He made a great we, adjustment. We underrate him. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal player. A hundred percent. And, you know, it, it also is kind of like, uh, for him, you have to think, and if there's a lot of like, oh, they had 200-yard receivers, but like, A.J. gets all the credit yesterday, and A.J. was better, but like, Devontae still had 102 yards in no the doubt. touchdown. And no the doubt. touchdown that he scored... I actually didn't think the throw from Jalen was like no, it was that a little, great. He kind of just stopped. Yeah, and he stopped, it. made a great adjustment. It was a to great uh, read from Jalen from a processing perspective. Seeing the one-on-one, using it, going across the field, like they yeah. pointed out on the broadcast. But in terms of like the throw itself, like kind of had to stop, catch it, do that little move. Yeah, and I do think that drops are can be a quarterback stat, like with just where he places the ball, how much he puts on it. Jalen does throw a very catchable ball, guy. I don't think it's coincidence you don't see any drops anymore, but it's also because they have Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. And, like, the dudes, the guys just make outstanding catches. And Devontae, you know, I just talked about the whole Traylon Burks, you know, trading A.J. Like, we'll see what happens with Devontae in terms of whether or not they'll pay both of them. But I think they will. I think they, you know, I think they'd certainly be open to it. And, yeah, Devontae's awesome. Like, look, we started this year in training camp. We had this debate on the pod, like, is this the best receiving duo the Eagles have ever had at the same time? And I think that debate's probably over. Oh, without like, it, at the same time. As like, far as I'm know, concerned, it's Like, they're better over. than Deshaun and Macklin. I think And they so. were awesome, but, like, yeah. they're better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, he is, he's awesome, man. And when you have him as a, and especially early on, you, you, you know, coverage, you know, shading towards AJ, all right, we'll just be with Devontae. Yeah. And then it opens up AJ and... Just the ability. Um, Nick Sirianni's just... kid having a Devontae shirt on yesterday, sure. by the way. Love yeah, it. See, like... that's smart. See, that's next level. He pro- Nick probably knew that. He's like, you wear the Devontae. Yeah, you wear the Devontae one. Yeah. He's going to get all the love. He'll 100%, see the... yeah. See, this guy's perfect, man. The fourth-dimensional chess at all I wonder times. if we felt this way about Doug and Carson. 
I mean, I'm sure we did. I'd be curious. To I go feel back. like we yeah. did. I remember being really excited. Can imagine about being more. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, uh, probably it was probably. I, I mean, it was like well, a Doug for, ice cream I, thing, dude, and like, I know for a fact I called Carson Wentz our Tom Brady at one oh, point yeah. or another. Oh, so yeah, yeah, with Carson yeah. for sure. I yeah. just wonder with Doug, yeah. we probably were uh, defense. Um, yeah, I, I got thought, a defensive take. Um, you know, obviously, I think a you know uh, offense that is beatable, especially once you get a lead. But look, we heard so much about the tackling, the run defense. Yeah, Derrick Henry completely and totally shut down. And and on the flip side, I thought. Um, you know, it, it, not that we have had questions about the pass rush, but if we're going to talk all year about what's the most important thing, most important thing for the defense work is the pass rush. I, mean, I thought the defensive line, in particular, on yeah. both both phases of the game, running and passing, was it maybe the best performance of the season. The line they were phenomenal yesterday. Yeah, I mean, again, when you take into account run, yeah, I'm when talking you take run into account too. running as well. Yeah, but like, what? Uh, I want, do you want me to start with the pass rush or do you want me to start with the run defense? This is a useful. I think go actually, run defense. Run defense. Okay. 2.7 yards a carry for Derrick Henry. Boom. And it's unbelievable. That's amazing. And like I think what Mace what also is more telling than that stat is they made him look cooked. Like I don't know if he's cooked, and I don't blame him if he is, because clearly he's like been the most impressive physical force of a running back I can remember since like maybe Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. But he looked like he just ran a yard and fell. Like mm-hmm. he never looked like he was even close to breaking. He didn't one. get head up a steam at, 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 at all, all the entire right? game. Like, yeah. They they were in his face immediately. And I know we're not big X's and those guys. I will go back and watch the game and see. But, like, I don't even think it was, like, that they stacked the box. Or, like, I just, I think they did an awesome job. Again, I think it comes back to the physical thing of just being, like, you're you're not going to run over us. Like, you're just not going to do it. And, like, they tackled well. Um, TJ Edwards was good, again, uh, with that. Like, they just, they completely took away the Derrick Henry running game. Like, they just, they completely took it away. 2.7 yards of carry. Again, after what A.J. Dillon did, did to them last week, I did think it was a worry. But... Maybe it goes back to the coaching staff where it's like, when's the last time we said, like, this player is going to be a problem? And it was. Like, Justin Jefferson, week two, they completely shut him down. Derrick Henry, they shut him down. Like, I mean, it was, it was an a really good point. I hadn't thought about it in that specific I'm trying to get the last player. We were like, terms. uh-oh. And then. Yeah, it's a really good point, actually. I Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it in those terms. I didn't think like, about it until I just said it. You know, McLaurin had a good game against us, but yeah, we didn't go in saying, like, oh, McLaurin's going to kill us today right. or whatever. You know, that's. Um, it's a really interesting question. It probably question. would be McLaurin. It probably but... would be, but in terms of like going in and being like the big guy, like yeah. we haven't hasn't been that big a worry. Um, yeah, I thought the run defense was great, and like you said, they never they're fixing it in season. By the way, yeah. Jordan Davis, like I know it'll be like, oh, he was back, but like he played six snaps. Yeah, he didn't play much. Yeah, so yeah. but it is good. It's good that he could be back. The first like you talked about that a lot as an injury where it's a yeah. lower body injury for a big guy, harder to get back. He got back quickly. Like obviously not playing a lot yet, but at yeah. least the fact that he's back and and uh, you know we need him. And they don't have for to the play playoffs. Him. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is you know, huge. They don't have to play him. Which is huge. Um, All right, pass rush. Yeah, the pass rush, I, to me, like, this was a Jonathan Gannon scheme victory. Oh, look at yesterday. you. Like, I just just, just just think about this for a second, right? They are second in the league in sacks. They got what yesterday? Five? Something like that? I just know they're second in the league. Yeah, they're I think second they, in the league uh, in sacks with 42. Got, yeah, five or I'm six. I'm going to add up really quick, but I don't really feel like doing it. I think yeah, it was five, but whatever. And they, they like, are not uh, send the house, blah, 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 blah. They win with their personnel, right? And, like, that's a credit to Howie, too. And what's also interesting, because I was thinking about this team. It was six. It was six, okay. I was also thinking about, like, you know, who has more talent, 2017 or 2022? Maybe that could be a pod later in the week. We could do, like, position Mm -hmm. by position. Sure. But they've always had great pass rushes and never had an elite pass rusher. Yeah, well, not since Hassan Reddick is probably the closest. But I'm saying, like, 2017 team – like a lot of really good players. Yeah. Like Fletcher Cox, 
Fletcher, Fletcher Cox was a defensive tackle. Like yeah. Brandon Graham was not a double-digit sack guy. Yeah. This team, I mean, Reddick might get to double digits. I don't know. Oh, what he's he definitely at. will. He was at eight coming into yesterday, so okay, he so probably might be at double. There. I think if Hargrave is going to get. Oh yeah, and Hargrave will multiple get, guys. Yeah, they'll have multiple ones. Yeah. but like. I wouldn't say if we asked a casual fan to name like the top ten pass rushers, I don't think anybody would oh, I agree with off that. the top yeah, of their tongue yeah. say those guys. But like they have a way of getting pressure on the quarterback while also not giving up big plays. And that can be the toughest thing for defenses is how do I get in the face of the quarterback while not exposing myself in the back end? And they do an excellent job of that. So I'm not gonna rip again. I thought, you know, it had a good game. I for me it was it was it was players yesterday. Yeah. Like and it's like you mentioned Hassan Reddick and and I tweeted this and then we talked about it a bit during the week of just like, man, you know, because you asked the question the who's been better, Reddick or, or Brown, and we like stopped and thought about yeah. it and all like Hassan Reddick has been he's awesome. phenomenal, man. We have not I mean, he is so quick to the quarterback and every time he's always knows where the ball is. He's going for the ball, he's making tough plays, he's knocking the ball out, he's doing things like that. I've been so, so exactly what you want from that guy. He's coming in. Well, remember all the like, is he gonna drop back? I know. Where, it's and like, they've, oh, been, they've been excellent. So yeah, that's a that's excellent, a excellent thing. there. Yeah. And then I just think personal, I mean, Josh Sweat, I think, had his best game of the season yesterday. Fletcher yep. Cox has been more active been and really good. And it's something it makes me think Richie. When when they signed Sue and Limbal Joseph, one of the you know just add-ons, he said he's like he's like I hope I I think those guys can and I hope they hold Fletcher Cox accountable. He's like if Sue's gonna worry. come in here and be like and work his butt on, be like I'm I'm older than you. I'm working my yes to two and and I don't and I don't know that that's it or not. But I will say the last couple weeks yeah. since those guys have come here, Fletcher Cox has been more active, more disruptive, running around the field, chasing down plays. So. That's been impressive. At Hargrave again, like just across the front. I thought well, that, I thought they were great. Yesterday. A couple things, and that's that's an interesting. point. It was an interesting theory. I thought. Yeah, but else, I also just seen... think maybe them just showing up, like let alone them like him holding him accountable. And, but, and, yeah. No, no, but them him just being like, oh shit, they just signed two guys. Oh, that too. You know, yeah, like, no, that's like, a good point. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah. So that was damn. I forgot my point. And then him being fresher too along those lines oh, probably helps and all that. I got my point back. What do you got? Um, we talk so much about the impending free agents on this team. We never bring up Hargrave. It's a really good point. Like Kaiser yeah. White, you know, yeah. TJ Edwards, Bradbury, CJ, you know, Gardner Johnson, all the like Hargrave, I don't think he is the most important one, but like I don't know, man. He's probably having the best double year. Digit sacks yeah, the like but they're all position. having great years, so it's yeah. tough. But yeah, I mean, Hargrave, look, like, especially when you consider the fact that now when you look at their defensive tackle position, you know, Milton Williams, you know, whatever, like they they the guys they wanted to step up, I think that are young have not stepped up. So they kind of have to re-sign Hargrave. Like well, you're not, you're not bringing Sue and Linval Joseph. Could have back. a top ten pick. There's like all kinds of yeah, options. There's but I things, agree. But yeah, they're probably going to need Hargrave. But back. you consider if you look at their defensive tackle room, all of them could be gone besides Jordan Davis next. Yeah, year. you're right. No, so, it's a really interesting. Like someone, point. someone has to be back. Yeah. No, um, but overall, really you hold the you know the defense ten points. They never really threatened. The Titans had the first touchdown, and after that, it was pretty much nothing. Um, you know, we talked about the defense versus the Packers. Like, I thought they got put in bad spots. Credit to the special teams and the offense for not putting the defense in bad spots this week, and you see what happens. Like, they're an, ex- they're an outstanding defense. Like, if, when you compare the 2017 teams, I think there's no question this defense is better. Um, Probably. I don't want to say no question, but I think it probably is. I need to really mm-hmm. think about it. But, yeah, it probably is. I mean, yeah. you got Jenkins on that D. You got the—I think the D-line's better on that D. But, I, yeah, like, the corners are definitely way better. Yeah, no question. It's probably strong. Yeah. I think they're better. Yeah, especially with Maddox playing and stuff like that. They probably are. Um, By the way, Greg Olson, you're watching the game there, so you don't hear this. But he, uh, Jonathan Gannon, he said— one of the guys that he most, one of the three guys he most likes to talk to before games, mm. he said his his energy is infectious. So, I look, I'm a big Gannon. People def- like Gannon. I don't know. I'm a big Gannon defender. Obviously, 
I I don't see that side of him. Like yeah. I think Sirianni comes off like so authentic. Yeah. And I think Anna is a nice guy, so it's not, I just think he comes a little more like Totally. He comes in, you know, like happy Monday. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just feels not as authentic to me as Sirianni. I'm right there with you, buddy. All right, last thing I got, uh, and then see if you got anything else, but Nicobe! Oh yeah, your boy. There he is. It was awesome. Look, end of game. And he got a little before the backups did because the yeah. uh, Kaiser White injury, and hopefully he's okay. And the Quez injury, we didn't talk about it, but he the AC spring, he seems fine. Yeah. Um, it was awesome, man. Nicobe, and they're doing stuff. Oh, wow, football player out there doing football yeah. things. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> they're loaded at linebacker. Yeah. When's the last time you could say that? And <laughs> Never I, in my I lifetime. I do think with Nicobe. The con- Since the 90s, early early yeah. 90s, you know? Uh, I do think with N'Kobe, um, the concern for me was like his size, you know? And maybe him having a year of just like learning and like, because his big thing is going to be instincts and reading it right. But like, he was awesome yesterday in the limited snaps he played. Tackle for loss. He had a really nice tackle along the sideline where he looks like he read that play right. So maybe, you know, next year... It'll be they'll have an interesting decision to make. Like, do you re-sign TJ and Kaiser or do you give it to Nakobe? Yeah. And I think TJ is prioritized. I mean, TJ's been I think TJ will be back. TJ's been great. Yeah. I mean, every game that guy's making plays, every single game. It's like the only oh, thing I TJ. think oh, like there's TJ. He's not the most athletic. Well, no, he's I not... think he's really gonna want to get paid. Yeah, and I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, but if I'm, I'm just him, think... undrafted guy. Yeah, yeah 100 percent I'm getting paid. No but doubt. that'll be it. with Nakobe playing well, though, it does make you think like Okay, maybe they'd be okay if they more went to options. Kobe and next look, year. these are the type. To your point, we're not there. We got to run, and we're going to enjoy it. But like, yeah. to your point, those are the decisions they're going <clears> to <throat> have to make because like, they got a ton of dudes. And at yeah. a certain point as the season goes on, we'll do the whole list with Bradbury and White and this. Now, like, I mean, who would who? I mean, Hargrave. that like, there's so many guys. Like, it's going to be a real like. You're not going to be able to keep everyone if you're going to pay Jalen. I mean, he, here, who would have thought before the year we would have been sitting here and saying, I don't know, man. I don't know if you can go to Kobe. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Like, or who'd have thought like that we'd be sitting here and saying, "Well, you know, you really got to prioritize T.J. Edwards above maybe anyone else yeah, on the exactly, roster." Right. Sign, you know? like, honestly, Kai's I really want James Bradbury one... back, but I might want T.J. more. And I like, and I don't think that's necessarily <clears throat> right. true. But it's like, the, like, it's crazy. You could make a legitimate argument for any of the defensive guys being the most important. Yeah, any of them: Bradbury, Hargrave, Gardner Johnson, either of the linebackers, like. Wow. Even Fletcher might be back now. Yeah, but not most important. But no, I no, but yeah. yeah it might. Yeah, I mean, I Brandon Graham. Fletcher could always be back knowing Fletcher. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, be- all right, I think that's all I got, buddy. I'm looking through my notes here. Quick question for you. I need a, an opinion on this. The little flip pass, flip pass that they do, the teams do, where the guy, it's basically like a little reverse type thing. Where oh, like the a, thing they did yesterday. Yeah, where they flip it to the guy. That shouldn't count as a pass. It, bother, like, it counts as a passing play. Like, it's a running play. I know it counts. It's fine. It's whatever, but it's I, annoying. Okay, so you're talking about the play where like, where, like Quez runs across yeah, and does yeah, yeah. a little flip it forward. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know it counts. It's a forward flip of a of a one okay. inch thing or two inches or right. three inches. That's a pass. I think it's dumb that it's a pass. So I got two thoughts on that play. Okay. One, I agree. If the ball is not thrown like a quarterback throws it, Thank it you. should not count as a Thank pass. You. I do oh. wonder if they were like maybe thinking about passing it there, but well, no, that, I'm just talking that play in general, not yeah, 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 100%. always that it counts as a pass. <laughs> I think that play to me was run to set up something else. I can see that. I do not think they ran that play seriously thinking it would work in uh-huh. that spot. I agree with you. Because also you're up big at that point. Well, you're if talking you're... about the, the fake play. I was talking about just that play in general where you run it and Quez runs it and you like flip it to the guy. Oh, and yeah, then no, because maybe we're like talking about the Tyree kill. Play. Like they'll do that play where they. I don't think that should count as a pass. Thank you. That yeah. was my whole it's point. Not even but a yeah, I agree. Pass, yeah. I, there's no reason to throw that fake play in there when you don't need it unless yeah. you're trying to, to make people think you're going to do that exactly. when you're going to do I think, something. I else. think they're setting that up. Totally agree with you. Um, 
four, other it, things. 4D chess, buddy. What? 4D chess. Yeah, exactly. Why question Sirianni? I'm trying to think if there's... Oh, Miles Sanders, another touchdown, by the and, way. And also, that was a point I never... I meant to make before I started making it that guy. I just thought, you know, even though it wasn't a running game and it, whatever, like, tough yards again. Yeah. Like, he just... He, he's been great in, in tight spaces. Agent. Another one, yeah. Tight spaces, tough yards. I've been, I've been super impressed with Miles. Trying and to catching the ball, by the way. They've not thrown it to him a lot this year. But when thrown to him, he has done a much better yeah, job catching the ball than he has the past few years. Um, I mean, we've touched on the penalties throughout. Like, I, it's funny in a way. This is easily the best win of Sirianni's perform, uh, the best win of Sirianni's career. It's also probably the game where I think they came out and looked like the most sloppy initially early on. Yes, yeah, like, you know, two penalties in the first four snaps, the whatever. And they obviously rebounded, scoring on their yeah. They, on their they had to call a timeout, like three plays yeah, in the, the game or whatever. Was really two plays bad. in the game, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the penalties, you know, I'm not saying we, like, chastise them, but, like, obviously, it's bad. Keep like, an eye for it. Yep. Yeah, it's one game. Yep. Again, it just, it, it was bad. Um, the only thing I have is big picture. So, I mean, quickly touch on it if, if you have anything I else. I got nothing else. Okay. Um, I've exhausted my notes, other than a random thought that I might say for later. In the okay. Um, the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That's quickly. Maybe there's something you simmer on. But yeah, like but no, for so for I'm sure everyone saw, but for those who don't know, Jimmy Garoppolo broke his foot yesterday out for the, out for the season. As of now, Brock Purdy, the se- I, seventh I refuse rounder. I to believe they will move forward with Brock Purdy. I mean, the options are dicey. I did a little quick one. Like the 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 I mean, so here are my I'll give you my I mean, top you know guys. Ready? I mean, so number one to pull out of retirement, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Would you come out of oh, retirement? I didn't think about that. Just one. retired. He's yeah. just in it like in a, in a you know, like the smart, smart guy who come in, understand yeah, what Channing wants from. You might not know that about yeah, him. Yeah, or Stanford. Um, I mean, Cam, not super exciting, but Cam, I mean, Rivers, like who are we talking about here? I mean, I mean, Drew Brees. Chosen Rosen's out there. Go get him. Yeah. I mean, you know, revive that guy. Yeah, Brees. But, I but, mean, but the Brees other one went is, out for a few is, years. Is and then Bortles, Blake Bortles. Yeah, I agree. I think we're finally at the point, like it's so funny, and funny is not the right word, but for years, like it has been the right call like there's so many teams that absolutely should have brought Colin Kaepernick in like he was absolutely better than what they had or absolutely better than what they could have like without a doubt we might finally be reaching the point where because of his age and how long he's been out of the game like he might not be the yeah actually the best but like it's because he got too long he got blackballed for too long now I don't where the the way his game was like I don't know if he's the right call anymore but even then he's probably better than Brock Purdy I'd go Kaepernick over Purdy so what does that say I'd also love to see him in that offense yeah just like see what he could do see what Shannon Shannon. and he looked he played for the Niners yeah well that's the obvious right like he's taken them to a Super Bowl before no doubt Um, but but all that aside I mean if you're the Eagles you have to just be like wow thank God you know like I think they would have beaten the Niners probably like you know, but well, you know that's the team that's scary the most. That, like, that was like, the team. Like, they still won. Yes, they still beat a good Dolphins and they still team won, yesterday so, with this Purdy guy. So I'm not writing them off. Four passes into the game, and they, yeah. they beat the Dolphins still. And, and I'm not writing them off because yeah, the defense, defense is, is that legit. Good. And like, there's any team that could win in the playoffs. Like, well, 13 you see to the Fred 10. Warner quote about Brock Purdy. He's no. like, he's been facing the best defense in the world in practice for 13 weeks. He'll be fine. It's good. Like strong it's good. line, good. Fred. It's strong good. line, good. buddy. Yeah. And you know, like it's too late for this, but like if they go undefeated the rest of the way with Brock Purdy, like you have to wonder if Kyle Shanahan, you know, coach of the year. Oh but, yeah, like well, it's, it definitely plus like if with that deal, like you could feel like Foles vibes, like that. Yeah, you know, like if the like now Foles obviously far more way more accomplished, accomplished yeah. way better. I'm just saying, like the that vibe, the diva, we got this. Like yeah. the, like the the right things are being said. It'll know? be a tough call for them, but but that aside, like man, to have the Niners get knocked out, you know, and not not completely, but like to have them. 
lose their quarterback. Like, like yeah. I know, and it's tough because if there's one player you wouldn't want them to lose, like you can make an argument for Debo and guys like that, but the quarterback is just yeah. so Well, especially tough. after losing Lance already yeah. and like, the whole way this is going. So then yeah. you look at the NFC and it's like, it's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. And there's the Vikings, but like, I just don't take them seriously, really. Like, especially against Philly specifically. Like, yeah. I think the Vikings could beat Dallas. I don't the think the Vikings are coming here in the NFC Championship game, which is when it would be. Right. And they couldn't play them before then. I don't. I would have very little. Concern yeah. About that. Now the only worry would be everyone would be so confident. Well, because they'd be like, "Oh, Vikings!" Exactly. Right. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, you know, like to go from where the Eagles were the last few weeks, where it's like not great against the Colts, losing to Washington, like the other teams start to look really good. Yesterday could not have gone better. It's awesome. The we're we're you know we wanted them to pass, and they were like, "Ellie, we got you, buddy." Yeah. And right. it was awesome to see. It was awesome. It was unbelievable. It was really fun. And look, big game coming up against the Giants. Giants and Washington tie yesterday. Yeah. Um, of course they're going to lose to the Giants. The, the so this is the one where it's like, <laughs> ooh. But, um, but no, the Giants just can't score. They're, they're better than the Giants. They should be able yeah. to go in and, and win. And, and look, that's why these next two games are oddly important in that you have three straight road games now. Like right now, this is the last tough portion of yeah. the schedule left for the Eagles. And it's you got a Giants team that, that has been better than people expected. I still think the Eagles are way better. The Giants and then Chicago is not great, but you know, Justin Fields is is terrifying in and of yeah. himself. And you got the three straight road games. So like these next two games before going into Dallas is oddly important. Test, yeah. Oddly important. You want to make it so you don't have to win in Dallas. That's my point. Yeah. Because that third straight road game, you want to be able to go into that with it with an extra cushion. And um, and you need to win these next two for that. Last thing I'll say, real one time auto downloader. This is like last minute of the pod. I did think last night, like, what point do you sit, Jalen? Like, after seeing the Garoppolo thing. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just like, man, yeah. like, I get it. But, like, they could probably get. Well, that's why you got to stack some wins, right? Yeah. No, no. Keep stagging. I'm saying in a half-joking way, but, like, do you, like, you know, if they beat the Giants and you get to 12 wins, do you just, like, sit them till the playoffs? No. I know you, you don't. You got to get the one seed. Again, Dallas is right there for the one seed. Right. Again, Dallas holds the division tiebreakers. So, like, you need Dallas to trip up or something or else you got to win these games. Yeah, like, I agree. Because if you end up with the same amount of losses as Dallas, you just don't want – I agree. I don't think Dallas wins out. But, like, you don't want to have to count on Dallas losing a game so that you can 100%. get it. 100%. So, yeah. But I get your point. Like, it definitely you think about it. Right. right. Like, they're there. You know, like – It's close. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back later in the week. Obviously, normal pod schedule. We'll be back this weekend. Park spot, all that good stuff. Any final thoughts, buddy? Um, I mean, White Lotus Two is the best season Ooh, of TV ever made. What? It's the God. It, you are the king of, of it the is, moment. I'm telling just, you, man. Like, it's the best TV show I've ever Mike watched. White. It might not be my favorite. Like, I, like Friday Night Lights holds like a special place in my heart. But like, best, wow. I'm telling you, man. Like that. Recent, the, the, maybe a little recent the, the, the plot, like the way it's shot, it's beautiful to look at. The, like the, all the at, com, like the uh, characters are extremely compelling. I've never been watching a show more impressed. Wow, what a take! Thank you. What a take! I didn't Thank see. You. It. <laughs> um. All right. Good. I'm. I. I. Uh, I'm. I'm in on White Lotus. I haven't watched second season you, yet, man. but it is. All right. I like it. It's amazing. I like that you never hesitate to just. Go bold. Why not? I appreciate yeah. it. Well, am I going to like something less because I used to like something more? <laughs> like, come on. Like, you know, live in the moment. All right. We'll be back later in the week. Happy birthday, Zoe. Yes. Uh, thanks for bringing home the W yesterday. Uh, all Shout credit. Out, Zoe. All the credit goes to Zoe. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back later in the week. Zoe, I'm James.